Renovating Health Podcast. My name's Cooper. Here with my wife, Megan. Hey, guys. Hi, Megan. Today, we're talking about all things hormones. This is really for the ladies out there. I'm not a DJ. This is just <laughs> me saying this is for the ladies. So if you are a male, I mean, you can listen to it. Some things might reg- I mean, resonate. resonate with yeah. you. I mean, it comes down to just, I mean, all of these things I do, I'd say. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, here you go. There, I've, I feel like all these these five steps that I'm going to tell you about, um, they're important for everyone's health. So male or female, I think that they're really good things to just consider and reassess in your daily lifestyle. So a big reason on why I want to talk about hormones is obviously that's something that I specialize in um, with women. And it hormone imbalances are so, so common in today's modern world. So it's just something to keep in mind of, um, am I, am I struggling with these things? And also to, to be able to always look at the root cause of things. I'm obviously really huge on that as a functional nutritionist is finding the root cause. And for hormones, there's always a root cause. There's, it's not necessary for, um, to be taking hormone creams most of the time and all these hormone injections, whatever it may be, that's, that's not your answer. You know, there's, there's such better things to be, um, looking into. So I'm just going to quickly touch on these. Um, I actually wrote an Instagram post on this topic a couple weeks back, but I really just want to talk about them. And I feel like this is just a better way to relay information, just talking about it. So my first one being optimizing your digestion and supporting your detoxification detoxification pathways. Um, This is a really funny one because a lot of clients come to me saying that they want to balance their hormones and then I start them on, okay, well, we got to optimize your digestion first and foremost. Um, A really funny thing about how digestion works and and how it has to do with balancing your hormones is that basically if you don't have optimal digestion, what happens is that you are holding on to excess hormones and toxins in your body and it's for either furthering your hormone imbalance or it will cause hormone imbalances, one of the two. So it's really important that you're pooping every single day. It's um, if you're not, if you're constipated even like once to twice a week, that's a really, really good sign that you probably have some kind of hormone imbalance going on from that. Um, and then also to supporting your detoxifi- detoxification pathways. Well, I cannot say that word today. Um, this one's extremely important because your liver has so much to do with not only hormone production, but then again, excreting um, excess hormones from your body. So the liver, which is like our major detox organ, is responsible responsible for regulating your sex hormones, thyroid hormones, and adrenal hormones. And if your liver is not functioning optimally, excess hormones are not being broken down and secreted from the body. Um, So these are just two really important things that are most of the time looked over by practitioners. But again, this is really the foundation of optimal hormones is getting your digestion and your liver in check. Um, And also too quickly talking about your liver one really important thing that you can do to better your liver health today is to be removing those vegetable oils. I know that Cooper and I talked about this last week, about it's like the number one thing that we could, we recommend people taking out of their diets. Um, overall, it's really, really going to help your liver and your hormone balance overall. And then also too, when it comes to liver, I'm huge right now on raw carrots. 
Um, and I think that's something I'm always going to be huge on because they have been shown in so much research to really help with excreting excess estrogen from the body and getting those excess hormones out of the liver. So it's all about moving everything out that's not needed in the body. Um, number two for the tips is being or is balancing your blood sugar. Um, basically, to get your hormones back in check, the body requires to be in a parasympathetic or rest and digest state. I'm sure that you've heard in your biology class all about. Um, but what happens is when our blood sugar is all over the place throughout the day, basically your body views that as a major, major um, stressor. So to be eating every three hours is really, really important. That's something that I recommend for all my clients. Um, just to keep your blood sugar steady throughout the day and not having those highs and lows which are viewed as a stressor. And then, which leads me to actually number three, which is reducing stress. Um, I like to look at the body as er, from an ancestral perspective. And one of the things is that women's bodies are obviously designed to create babies. And the thing about if you're not able to reduce stress, um, what happens is that your hormones are the first thing to go during times of stress. So basically, that's why a lot of the times like people who are dealing with infertility and different things is that they're dealing with opiates amounts of stress. So that's something that's really impossible to balance your hormones if you are just having way too much of a stress overload. Number four, prioritizing sleep, and that's seven to nine-ish hours, excuse me, eight, I'm going to say eight. A lot of textbooks and things say seven to nine hours, but I'm going to say just prioritize making time for eight hours of sleep a night. Um, sleep is really your body's time to reset and repair cell, cell damage from the day before, um, and without adequate sleep, the body is in a constant sympathetic, which is your fight or flight state. So again, prioritizing sleep is crucial, crucial for balancing your hormones. And then lastly, um, is eliminating unnecessary endocrine disruptors. So these are basically just different toxins and things that disrupt with your hormone balance. And what these can break down to for endocrine disruptors can either be your food, it can be toxins in your environment, such as the things that you cook with, it can be your skincare, it can be your cleaning products, it can be so many different things. So it's really, really important to not add extra hormone stressors onto your body when it's not necessary. So again, Cooper and I talked about in the past about it's called EWG.com. I don't know if it's .com or .org, but it's the Environmental Working Group. And what this website basically does is that it takes so many different either skincare products, it takes um, household cleaning products, all these different things, and it breaks them down of the toxicity level rating of each product. So I love to lean on the EWG when it comes to all of Cooper and I's skincare, um, stuff that we use in the shower, stuff that we use around the house, cleaning products-wise. All these things are really, really important just to be conscientious about um, and to not be taking in other endocrine disruptors in your daily life. It's It truly adds up, and I think that that's, like, the biggest takeaway is that all of these things add up, you know? So, 
hormones. It isn't just one thing that's throwing off your hormones. It is a cascade of different elements that are really throwing your body off. And hormones, the thing is, is that they take time to balance. Um, so you really got to stick to it and it's really got to be a lifestyle adjustment, you know? So, um, eating whole foods obviously is huge optimizing your digestion, balancing blood sugar, reducing stress, prioritizing sleep, and of course getting out those endocrine disruptors out of your lifestyle. So overall for balancing hormones, I would say it's a major lifestyle overhaul, but trust me, it is way worth it. You don't want to be down the line dealing with terrible menopause or having to take creams or different hormones, different things like that. You just, you don't want to deal with that. You really just want to be in tune with your body and um, your hormones in charge of so many different things that it's really important to focus on and prioritize. So that's my little spiel on hormones. I hope that that's helpful. Um, let me know if that's helpful, but yeah, other than that, Cooper and I want to talk about like our trip coming up and... Before we do that, would you say those five tips, are those in order of most importance? That's a good question. Um, I would say that these are the easiest. I would say that they're in the order of, let's say that you are a working mom and you're unable to control some things, um, such as reducing stress and prioritizing sleep, right? That like Those are kind of uncontrollable stressors in your life that are harder to manage. Um, but whereas optimizing your digestion and balancing your blood sugar and also to eliminating unnecessary endocrine disruptors, those are all are within your control. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. really tackle those and be able to handle them. Whereas reducing stress as a, as a mom and with a career, that's a little difficult. And then also to prioritizing sleep obviously can be hard, especially if you have a young baby um, and you're up all night with them. So I think it's, I wouldn't say it's necessarily in the order, but for sure, number one, optimizing your digestion, I would always say. Yeah, if you're not pooping every day, I mean, that's a real problem. <laughs> no, it's true. And it's uh, most people don't um, realize that it is a problem. You know, like nowadays you hear from people that they're like going poop like once every three days. It's like. Yeah. And if you're if you're not going to poop every day and you have to take a laxative for it. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. Don't just ditch the laxative, too. That's killing. Yeah. Yeah. There's we could go so into that. But that's so true. Cooper. It's like the laxatives are only irritating your gut further so if you can stay away from the laxative again guys i'm all about you got to find the root problem even if it's like a quote natural laxative it's like why are you not going poop in the first place yeah. you know what i mean you could go to cvs and you could probably buy a supplement or not a supplement but a like i would say like a band-aid for all of yeah, these yeah yeah you're right in 10 minutes yes, right you could. i mean you could find a band-aid for digestion you can find a band-aid for blood sugar, uh -huh. stress. You I mean, you can find one for everything nowadays. That's actually so true. But it really it... just comes down to finding that root cause. Yep. And I mean, that's what you do as a living. You mm -hmm. always try to help people find the root cause of the problem. Dude, and it's, it's what I love too is working with clients who are so intimidated by this. Um, in the beginning, which I completely understand is very intimidating. But then afterwards, they feel so, so proud of themselves of what they've done. And to be able to take like that holistic approach of being able to become in tune with your body and mm -hmm. know exactly what's going on with your body like that I think that's so cool especially because 
I mean, we live in our bodies until we die, right? Yeah. Like you want to get to know it and you want to know exactly what's going on with your body at different stents in time because obviously there's always going to be different um, disruptors and things that are going to be going on with it. So yeah, based really on good. based on my knowledge, and mm-hmm. I don't know a lot, but the biggest thing for me, for men and women, is prioritizing sleep. Yeah. You definitely need to prioritize your sleep. You should just... If you're not getting that eight hours of sleep, yeah. try to go to bed a lot earlier. Yeah, I agree. If you're waking up for a baby or something in the mm-hmm. night, right? Mm-hmm. Try to try to get on that sleep pattern of getting that eight hours somehow. Yeah, no, that's so true. It's crazy. I I, for, I don't know the statistic off my off the top of my head, but I remember learning um, so many studies. Obviously, when I was going to school, and I think it was up to I think it was like risk for cancer increase was like up to like 50 or 60 percent if you don't have six or plus hours of sleep per night i forget what it is but it's something around there where guys it's like ridiculously important yeah definitely prioritizing yeah so that's what we got for you tomorrow we're leaving on a trip for two to three months and we're going to texas florida maybe south carolina maybe michigan maybe indiana yeah and what will we be doing cooper Hanging out with friends, hanging out with family, and just having a good time. We're going to uh, our buddy's ranch in Texas, and yes. our friends are driving up with us because they're moving there. And then we're gonna go to, f- we're gonna stay there probably till April first, mm-hmm. and then we're going to Florida. And my parents should be in Florida, I think, for a month. So we're gonna hang out with my parents for a month in yep. Florida and just hang out with them, have a good time, drive around, and then. We might come back to California right away, or we might go wander around, but we're definitely going to come back to Texas in May. Yes. For our friend's 21st birthday. Yep. So we that'll be so fun. Excited. And then her birthday is the 8th, and my birthday is the 10th. Mm-hmm. So we're May 10th, so we should have a good time. Party all weekend long. Yeah, right? What um, are you most excited for? I'm excited for... I mean, I'm excited for Texas a lot, just hanging out with friends for that long time. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited for Florida's weather. It's supposed yeah. to be nice. Own her in a sailboat or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe go scuba diving, snorkeling, just something like that. Yeah. Just have a lot of fun. You don't have a you don't have your passport. I thought about that, so we can't fly from there anywhere. Yeah. Banks is coming with us. The homie's coming with us in the car. That guy lives his life in that car, unfortunately, <laughs> but he's fine with it. But he loves it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he does love that car. But um, yeah, I'm. What are you most excited for? Would you say? Oh man, I okay. Well, first off, I'm so excited to spend a month with our friends. Like, I know we've gone on and on about our friends, but truly, we have like the best friends, and to be able to hang out with them and also to like really get to know um. Texas mm-hmm. and like where we're hoping to move and stuff yeah. like that get to know it really well is super important to us so I think spending nearly a month there um will be a really good amount of time to be able to to do that so really excited for that and then Florida oh my gosh I can all wait for Florida yeah and then last weekend we had uh, our friends who were driving up with who were moving to Texas they got engaged so congratulations oh, yes. to them yeah we're so that was awesome which the desert went dirt biking just had a good time mm-hmm. he really put it together well yeah so good job Benny um, <laughs> we do have some questions here today thanks for asking questions on Instagram for once it's like we're actually <laughs> people actually listen to this thing wow <laughs> right I'm always surprised yeah um, we'll kind of fly through these yeah but... first question number one dream place to visit What's yours, Megan? Mine's Positano, Italy. 
Oh, Positano, Italy. Dang, that's nice. Um, <laughs> that is nice. <laughs> that's a good trip. Dude, you know that that's like my dream no, place I know. to go. I don't really know. I don't, I don't really have a dream place to visit. I mean, that'd be really nice to go there with you. I feel like yours would be something odd, like... I don't know. Iceland. <laughs> oh, that'd be so nice. Oh, no, I know. Hello. Uh, Sweden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweden's my number one place. I'd love to visit Sweden. Okay. That'd that's be just one. beautiful and amazing. Um, I kind of just love everything Swedish. Anything Swedish made, I love. That is true. Um, number two, if you could have one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? I know what yours is, and I don't know why it is. It's eggs. <laughs> it is definitely eggs. Is yours eggs? You know, I think that this question's so funny because you can look in two different ways. Like, okay, what's the most realistic thing if I eat one thing the rest of my life? Or what's, like, my most favorite thing in the world? Yeah, mine's eggs. Eggs? <laughs> yeah. I love eggs. You so no matter what, it's just eggs. No, it's eggs. I think mine be might be like a, oh, you know what mine would be? Um, Bel Campo in Los Angeles. It's like this really, really good quality meat and burger place. And they have like duck fried, f- yeah. um, about, right? yeah, duck what fried about, fries. Yeah. What yeah. about genre of food? What would that be? What would what? Genre? Might be Japanese. Probably Japanese. Yeah. If I'd eat one thing. But I don't know. Dude, Bel Campo. Mm, that's I don't know. The Japanese really know how to handle fish. Well, it's not <laughs> yeah. racist. That's a fact. <laughs> um favorite go-to breakfast and or snack and or snack eggs yeah guys you know what's so sad is that cooper and i eat especially since living on the boat we eat very very simply like everything that we make is in one pan or one pot and so for breakfast every single morning the past probably two and a half months we eat eggs Mm -hmm. and it doesn't get old do you get tired of it no, I don't get tired of it, but my, f- it says favorite go-to, but what about your favorite? My favorite is eggs, bacon, and a piece of toast with a lot of butter on it. Uh, mine would be, oh, that sounds so good right now. Mine would be eggs and those banana pancakes. Oh, yeah, those are good too. Okay, what about your favorite snack or go-to snack? What is go-to our go-to snack? snack? Oh, <sighs> sardines. We go to sardines a lot, or at least I do. Not for snack. I do. You Cooper does. I like right now I've been really loving um I think they're called Boulder. Um yeah, they are called Boulder. Um they're these potato chips fried Ooh, in avocado yeah. oil. Oh man, I can go ham on a bag of those. Yeah. I think we finished a bag of those yesterday with we each did. other. We did. Uh chocolate bars too. We eat a oh, lot of chocolate, chocolate. bars. Yep. I'll just sit down and have the whole freaking chocolate bar. That is actually a fact. Yeah. Um Kay. this is a weird question. Ketchup or ranch? <laughs> I thought that was a good um, question. I don't really know the question. How do you even answer that? Uh, I mean, I'm definitely a ranch guy, but it's not like the Hidden Valley crop. <laughs> it's got to be like a nice homemade ranch. Yeah, no, I... Oh. But you know what has the best ranch? Who? Ace Burgers. I never had it, so. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I, I would have to say I think that, that mine is ketchup. And it's not the Heinz. It's, um... <laughs> Primal Kitchen. Primal Kitchen ketchup. Unsweetened ketchup. And it's not just because it's healthier for you. Well, yeah, it also is because of that. But it is so good. It tastes so fresh. So try it if you've never tried it. And Heinz has an organic ketchup. If you're going to get Heinz, get the organic ketchup that uses cane sugar instead of high, high fructose, fructose corn syrup. Great job. You, you like that, so huh? Well. <laughs> I listen so well, don't I? It's so funny, especially since Cooper has been taking time off of work. And he sees me, like, working with my clients a lot and, like, talking about different clients. He picks up on things and knows stuff so well. So I'll be having a conversation with someone and then he'll, like, chime in of, like, his recommendations. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I did. But you yeah. know it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
food pairing. Okay. Would it go into this? Myth or worth looking into? I like this question. What's food pairing? So I looked up the definition. Well, it's really like food combining is what it's really known as. Um, Food combining is a term for nutritional approach that advocates specific combinations of foods. Some combinations are promoted as essential to good health, improved digestion, and weight loss despite no sufficient evidence for these claims. Okay. Quickly, on food combining, I think that... Overall, it's really important to combine different um, macronutrients together in a certain meal or snack. So, for instance, it's really important if you're going to be having like carbohydrates to also be pairing that with sufficient either fat or protein to make sure it's not creating a blood sugar spike in your glucose levels and to have a much more even keel of energy after the um, after the snack or meal. So, I I. I hear many different myths and things on food combining, like, oh, you should only have fruit at this time in the day or whatever. I, I just think that that's bullshit, but I think that there's a lot to be said about pairing different macronutrients together to help balance your blood sugar and to also keep you fuller for longer. I think that that's like another important thing. You don't want to be eating your meals or your snacks and then be hungry like an hour afterwards. So Yeah, or you could even talk about like, let's talk about turmeric and black pepper. Oh, I see. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like food combining. There's so many different... Like, you could just... There's some There's some things you take... You take. You yes. absorb better when you add another thing to it. Gosh, do you guys see how good he is? So, <laughs> so no, really. Like, yeah. look into that stuff as well. If yes. you're gonna If you're going to ask food pairing myths worth looking into, I mean, I think it's look, worth looking into. I think it's worth looking into, too. And then also, too, a thing that I notice with myself and also with clients is that um, most people can't, at least I know that I can't, I don't like eating fruit after I have a meal. Like, let's say some people try to be quote-unquote healthy by eating fruit for their dessert. So, what they'll do is they'll eat their meal and then they'll have something like fruit as their dessert, like kind nah, of directly afterwards. Eat some ice cream. eat a good ice cream cream. (laughs) no but the thing is is that a lot of the times is that for instance um fruit you digest it much quicker than you would like let's say protein or some kind of meat um so it kind of can cause bloating a lot of the time so i think that that's something else to be said about food combining that's like just be a little conscientious of like what things are going on after some meals you know yeah that makes sense yeah um yeah that makes a lot of sense it really just comes down. I mean, I don't think we're crazy when it comes to eating. Our friends no. might not. My, our friends might think we're crazy, but I don't think we are. Yeah. We kind of just get a niche of something we really like, and we just eat that quite often. Yeah, that's. It's so funny. Um, actually, Ben, one of our good friends, always gives us shit because we always eat like the same things, especially since living on the boat. Like we find things that we really love, and they're super easy, and we eat the same damn things every single day. Well, that's day. the thing. It's because we're living on the boat. But if we're living at home, we normally we change it up quite a bit. Yeah, I totally and, agree. I mean, we really just make random stuff and we have yeah. the smoker and i miss the smoker gosh i actually talking about that i miss like we used to make like all of our dressings from scratch like hummus and all yeah. these different dips and things i really oh my gosh and all the breads that we used to make like banana bread okay i'm missing having kitchen way too much yeah so that's all we have for you uh if you have any questions for us let us know on instagram mine's mug cooper megan's is renovating underscore health you can find us there. If you have any questions, let us know. We'll have fun doing this thing. Thanks for listening. I don't know why you're listening, 
But uh, thanks a lot. Anything else, Megan? I think that that's it. I'm not quite sure. I don't think we're going to have another podcast this week. I think we... Wait, on Friday, huh? Yeah, today's Tuesday. Just kidding. We'll have another podcast on Friday. (laughs) We will see you then. (laughs) Bye.